there are things that you can do to avoid medication. Basically, you guys know that we're a holistic business, and I think it's easy for people just to go to grab Claritin or antihistamine. In most cases, when you do use that kind of stuff, there are side effects, and often there's long-term risk. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Today, we are talking about seasonal allergies. I got to tell you, they are here. They're here to stay. (laughs) It's like when they get here, they don't go anywhere. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about some of the things that you can do to avoid seasonal allergies, prevent seasonal allergies. And I have to say seasonal allergies because when you talk about allergies, people, most people that we deal with naturally think of um food allergies so i'm not, i used to think that all the time i was like why do people always say seasonal allergies isn't it just allergies but because i don't really we don't really have food allergies so but i know a lot of people do so then you think about what different kind of allergies they are like seasonal allergies <laughs> so if you guys are having a great day at least in alberta the weather has changed for the better for the time being <laughs> can never tell what the weather's going to be. It's actually been really windy here. And I was like, crazy. I didn't know what it was like to be in. I didn't know we were living in Lethbridge. Has anyone been to Lethbridge? Oh, my gosh. I mean, when it's been super windy, like windy season, it is crazy. I don't know how people, I don't know how people live like that. (laughs) Honestly, like it's so windy. We were there for, we were there a couple times and it was, super windy so i was like man maybe this isn't for us okay so when it comes to allergies i think it's worth noting that there are things that you can do to avoid medication basically you guys know that we're holistic show people business and i think it's easy for people just to go to grab claritin or what is it an antihistamine obviously not really a um i don't know a ton about that stuff because we try not to use them in most cases, when you do use that kind of stuff, there are side effects and often there's long-term risk. So that's something that we try to avoid. So some of these tips here, all of these tips are going to give you some ideas on some of the other things that you can do. But one of the things is, you know, this kind of sounds funny and, and I know it's it's really hard. That's what frustrates me about summertime in Alberta. <laughs> and like they have poplar trees everywhere here, at least in Olds. They have they have them everywhere. They have them in maybe there's an Alberta thing. I don't know if you guys are listening from outside of province or outside of country. Maybe let me know if you guys have poplar trees too. But the poplar trees are crazy. Like they, I see they're in Calgary, they're in Banff. You can't get away from them. 
and they just release this fluff and fuzz. It looks like some days it looks like it's snowing with all this stuff. And it really, it bothers a lot of people, myself included. So there's some things that you can do. And and this is difficult because winters are so long and summers are so short. So you don't want to make your shorten your time outside, but um, spending less time outside, unfortunately, is one of the things that you can do. And that's not all the time. Of course, it's like last week I talked about sunscreen and I didn't mean when I, or it's not so much, well, I talked about sunscreen, but I also meant clothing or staying away from hours of peak, peak time when the sun is at its highest. So I didn't mean, like I wasn't saying that you should never go outside from noon to 4 p.m., for example. All I was saying is that spend less time. So maybe if you, if you know you're going outside for two hours, maybe you go from 11 to to one, for example, so you only have one hour of peak time instead of from noon to two, and then it's all peak sun time. So it's the same thing here. When we're talking about allergies, you don't need to come, never go outside. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> of course, we need to get outside, and the more time we spend outside, the better, but there are better times of the day and better times of, um, of the year you could spend time outside. And so one of the things that I do is I look at the the weather report and i didn't even know this i didn't know that there was a you can actually there's a, i don't know what it's called like a pollen chart or a pollen graph you can actually they actually tell you if it's a high pollen day or if it's a low pollen day and then it's like the weather then they'll, they'll forecast the week and tell you what it's probably going to be and if it's super high then i try to avoid staying outside but you so you can definitely you can look it's just like the weather forecast and i'm sure it's not perfect just like the weather forecast. But if it's going to be, I guess, one of those days where it's super high, then maybe you spend less time outside. And no, it's difficult. We're like, the kids always want to be outside or it's summertime or the kids aren't even in school, for example, and everyone wants to be outside. But it's really difficult dealing with those those allergies at times. And that's one of the things that you can do is pay attention, like look online and have a look at the pollen report. And see what it looks like. There's different ones, not just pollen. It's like spruce and grass, and I don't know. There's a few other things, and that's something that you can look at is to see how um, how high the, that pollen report is, and then take precau- precautions. So maybe you spend less time outside that day. Just for example, and I, that's just one example. I'm not saying that's the only thing that you can do. One of the things that we do is if we spend out some if we know we're spending time outside as soon as we get so the pollen gets in your clothing so if we know we're going to spend some time outside and especially if it's a high pollen day we will throw our clothes when we get back inside we throw our clothes straight into the washing machine and again i know that might be a bit challenging if you have kids or if you're always outside and you feel like you're always washing clothes but that's just again a small tip that has helped us in the past because if you you're outside and that you want to, like, you need a little bit of relief. I don't know if you guys are like soup, like super allergic. Some people are much more allergic than others. For for us, like some summers are worse than others. We often spend summertime in Los Angeles, which we're super fortunate to do and grateful for. But um, some summers that we've been here in Alberta in the past has been really challenging because, you know, it, it, I'm sure if, if anyone has allergies, you know what it's like. Your nose is constantly running. And your eyes, like you feel like you want to pull your eyeballs out and scratch the back of them and pop them back in your head. (laughs) So um, there's a lot of different things that you 
um, there's a lot of different things that we deal with or we struggle with when it comes to allergies and everyone deals with them at, at different levels. Like I'm saying that some people have more, more challenge than others, but if you put all these little tips together, hopefully it can help you find some relief. So that's, that's another tip that's been helpful for us is just to throw your clothes straight in the washing machine when you get inside, because the pollen's outside. Hopefully it's not inside, but if you bring it in, I feel like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm scratching myself, like just thinking of the pollen. Um, I'm getting a little bit itchy just talking about it. So the pollen's outside. And one of the other things is keeping your windows closed when it's high pollen, either high pollen season, like it could be that day, weekend, or week. Um, but keeping your windows closed. And again, I know we like fresh air. The pollen seems like in the mornings, the pollen seems to be much easier to deal with or maybe not even there. Like I don't really notice it in the morning. So I open the doors and all the windows in the morning. And you know what things like closing those, closing the windows is it also keeps the heat out. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's so hot. And they keep their windows open all the time. They keep their blinds open. Well, if you have your windows closed and your blinds shut, it actually keeps the heat out. So it, your house is cooler. And again, I know that I'm talking about, we have, a, we have um, listeners from all over. So depending on where you're living, I'm, I'm really talking about Alberta living right now. And Alberta is in Western Canada, and it's and I, and I know there's allergies allergies all over the world. Some people, for, pretty fortunate in LA, we don't deal with. I I don't notice. I don't have any allergies. But when I have summers here in Alberta, it's I'm definitely allergic <laughs> to the ball. And I'm like, why did they plant the pollen trees everywhere? I don't know what they're not called pollen trees. I don't know what trees they're called, but. Why are they? I think that they grow quickly and they kind of look nice. I don't know, but they're everywhere. And I'm like, why would they plant them? They're knowing that their residents, some residents really struggle with allergies. Some people don't notice them and other people have a really hard time throughout pollen season. It seems like earlier, earlier in the summer, like spring, early summer, it's not such a problem, but there's a, there's a good chunk of the summer. So it's, it's actually coming now. And this is, late june and it's, it'll probably last i'm guessing it'll last till like mid-august so it's probably a good month of like crazy pollen so essential oils is something else that is something else that is worthwhile considering so we have essential oils we have a diffuser there's one right here on my desk but there's a diffuser in basically every one of our rooms <laughs> so you could diffuse some oils that help clean the air and help with breathing so rc is one of them raven is one of them I'm not like super versed in the different oils. Dorothy, that's Dorothy's end of it. If you want to learn more about oils, Dorothy has different groups and you can always shoot her a message and talk to her about her, uh, which oils you could, you could purchase for breathing or for cleansing the air. But those are the couple ones that I know for sure are, are definitely helpful, but having diffusers run in the, in the room, definitely make a difference. They can, they clean the air and they help breathe your, help open your um, airways. So you're breathing a bit deeper and you don't have to worry about so much of that allergy allergies but i when i was younger i never really had allergies at all and then i didn't even know like people would i'd had some friends or like i was always playing sports and outside and in the grass and never had an issue and then but but living in olds here it just started to get wor worse and worse and i think it's because of there's so many pollen trees here i don't know if i've lived anywhere where there's been so many 
And I, that's, again, I'm like, why did they plant so many? Like, they must know. <laughs> and then they were doing like a new subdivision. They're planting fallen trees. And I'm like, stop, are they, stop it. Are they cheap? Or I don't know what the deal is with them. But I wish I could talk to someone about that and be like, it's not just me. Like, and I, and I think we do a pretty good job. The last couple of years have been okay because of these, these precaution steps that I'm telling you about. Like, staying, trying to stay away from outside, especially during that peak pollen season. There's a peak, there's a season, there's a couple week period, two to three week period probably where it, some days it literally looks like it's snowing outside because of the pollen is just falling off the tree. So those times, obviously it's a good idea to stay away from the outside as much as you can. Again, which I know isn't challenging because we have short summer months, but dealing with it and I haven't, they haven't bothered me this year yet at all. And like I said, last year, I think I was okay, but most of our time was spent away in the, in, in at the beach. But uh, I know what, like, there's been a couple summers where it was absolute madness. It was, I couldn't, I feel like I couldn't function. My nose wouldn't stop running. My eyes wouldn't stop itching. And I'm like, how do people live like this? <laughs> a little, dr little drama there for you. A little dramatic, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. And when I was younger, I didn't really notice it or didn't really have any issues so some people are dealing with that now and i know kids deal with it but adults also are dealing with it as well so running diffusers in the house is the tip i want to tell you about it using essential oils one of the things that we did was spray our sheets with certain essential oils i know basil is really nice to help with essential oils so just getting a little spray bottle and spraying your sheets to make sure that you can get rid of that pollen washing your sheets a little bit more often we try to wash our sheets once a week i don't know how often is recommended how, how often you're supposed to so but i was just saying washing your sheets a little bit more often because you you have the pollen you bring it in from outside in your clothes so if you throw your clothes on the bed it's going to be in the sheets so that's why i said we take our we take our clothes off and drop them straight into the washing machine especially during those peak pollen times or seasonal allergy times and then spraying the sheets a little bit more often well, every day actually, and then washing the sheets probably twice a week if you can. I know that's a lot. It's a lot to me. It sounds like a lot. But if you wash your sheets once a week, then wash them twice a week if you can. And if you wash them once a month, it sounds like a little bit of a, little bit of a long time to me. <laughs> if you wash them once a month, <laughs> maybe wash them every two weeks or whatever is manageable for you. But that'll definitely help for sure. And then what I want to tell you about this little thing. This is just a little inhaler. And it's, I really like it. I put peppermint in there and you just go like this. <laughs> That's it. But you know what? It sounds funny, but one of the things that, like if one of the things that I really try to avoid, especially during allergy season is during seasonal allergy season is sneezing. And I don't know like what happens chemically, but I feel like, like right now my like nasals, like they're sealed, not like plugged, but sealed and my nose isn't running. But when allergies come in and, and I start to like start to deal with seasonal allergies, my nose like runs on a regular basis. And so, and I feel like once I sneeze that like opens up the gates or it almost that gives, gives my, I don't know what they're called nasal ducts permission to start running. And, um, so what I, what I really try to do is, is not sneeze. Every time I try to get, every time I feel a sneeze coming, I just plug my nose and hold it till it goes away or I use this. And I honestly, I take this everywhere with me. When it's not allergy season, I put this by the bed and I usually 
use it in the uh, before bed just to clear my nasals out so I can breathe properly throughout the night. And then I used it in the morning. In the morning, it kind of feel like it gives me like a little pick me up, kind of wakes me up a little bit, which sounds funny using it right before bed, <laughs> but it doesn't keep me up. But um, so carrying a little inhaler with you in your pocket. So anyways, this is a nice little tip. It's a little secret tip. So if you ha have one of these or if you want one of these, let us know because we have some. And I just put peppermint on there and I carry this around. And then when I go outside, like anytime I feel like a little itch coming or if I feel a sneeze or if I know that things aren't like that, you, the air isn't so clear, like you can actually see the pollen flying in the air if you, if you, if you look for it. So if I know that's coming, then I carry this little diffuser, not diffuser, this little um, inhaler. And that seems to really help. I actually went, I actually went gol golfing with someone. This, this was maybe last year, I think last year. And I carried this with me and I was, used it often because it was peak season and I knew I shouldn't have went, but I didn't really have much other opportunity. And um, it worked really well. So that's something that you guys could use. Dorothy deals with it a little bit too, but we do a pretty good job of, of prevention or leaving. <laughs> There's another tip for you. If allergies really bother you, then just leave the area. Like go down to Mexico for a couple of months. <laughs> Obviously, that isn't an option for everyone, <laughs> but you could think about it. I'd, I'd be interested to know. I feel like more people deal with it than we know. You know, when you like when you don't deal with something, like when it's not really part of your life, you don't really pay attention to it. You don't really, you can't relate. I've never, I couldn't. I, I remember I had this one friend. Yeah, we're still in we're still in contact, we're still in touch, but we were friends since I can remember, like quite young. And he like he was just young and he he was always like like we were playing football or whatever. We we're playing sports in the grass, and I remember his eyes would like always water and he'd be rubbing them. And I never they never really connected at that age. Of course, we were, of course we were quite young. But I just thought, because I know what how difficult it is now when it when it like really hits you. And um and I just thought, like, how difficult it is, is it for kids to have to deal with that? I don't know how well the, I don't know how well, like, that medication works. I've never taken, like, a Claritin or a, I don't know what, the, I don't know what else they're called. There's a, there must be a couple other ones out there. I've never taken one of them, so I don't know how well they work, to be honest with you. So, <clears throat> maybe, but then you got to think about giving your kids medication. I don't know. Maybe that's not for me but i'm still moving to mix <laughs> dorothy says the meds make me feel too sleepy and i like my energy yeah for sure and that's something that it's always interesting when you talk to people about medication and most people don't realize that there's side effects to medication so one of them is to feel sleepy a lot of medication kind of messes with your digestion as well uh, yeah you definitely like when you when you're dealing like, so a lot of people have digestion issues but at the same time a lot of people are on medication so they go hand in hand. And I think it, everyone would be better off working towards no medication. But don't get me wrong. I know everyone, like everyone's at different levels. Some people need medication. I'm just saying, I feel like those are overprescribed or overused. So if you could get away from that, then you can get away from your digestive issues as well. Like a lot of people come to us and talk about digestion, like don't like acid reflex, um, improper bowel movements, irregular bowel movements, gas, diarrhea. And like all the while they're taking medication causing that. So it, I don't even know, like it's really difficult. You could do 
a whole lot of things properly the right way avoiding processed food sometimes avoiding spicy food which we love um packaged food alcohol tobacco like all that stuff that may cause digestion issues if you avoid all that but you're still taking a medication that causes the digestion issues then you're not you, you can't really prevent it's quite difficult we know what it's like to deal with that but when we're your kids you're always outside and you're always playing and rolling around in the dirt and the grass and then, and then, and then like having to deal with oh man that would be horrible so um those are those are some of the things that, that we'd recommend i know that we try to go the we try to go a more natural route as much as possible but there's definitely a place for medication and there's definitely a place for like we need western medicine that's all there is to it a lot of people um use it at different levels i just we just always try to go the natural route first especially and then you know most of you guys don't like i think that medication is over over prescribed but i don't think that really has much to i think that's not too related to i don't even know if you can get i don't even know if you can go to a doctor and get prescribed um like allergy medication i don't, I don't even know but i definitely ask like if you're going to a doctor to ask for medication or if you they or if they're prescribing something i would ask questions always ask questions like what are the adverse effects what are side effects what are long-term effects how much do i take when do i take it do i take it with food there's a lot of questions you can ask but i think i believe that most people just take it and say okay um like the doctor says take this and you take it without asking any questions and um Sometimes, like often the doctors don't know. And, and I know, like I speak, be, speaking from experience and they'll tell you, like they don't know. Okay? They have to run a bunch of tests and, and eliminate a bunch of like a, different things. And once they can do a better job of eliminating, then they can find out what the issue is. But some sometimes they have to give you medication that isn't for what you need, maybe to continue to eliminate, but still, then you have to, then you're dealing with the side effects of a possible medication that's not um that's not for what your issue is bringing up another issue it's a difficult place to be in for sure like we have to take our control of our own health regardless and it's nice to have a family doctor it's nice to have physicians without question but we we got to take our health into our own hands and we have to we have to do that research and we have to um read we have to read about they, they like i feel like sometimes doctors know what the pharmaceutical companies tell them so going out of your way to do a bit more research and seeing what other people have dealt with. And I think that would be beneficial because obviously the companies that are providing the, the meds, they're not always going to be hundred percent transparent, right? <laughs> Same as the supplement in industry. Oh my gosh. I was reading, I was just doing some research and I was reading some articles, like some blog posts about, about companies recommending, certain types of magnesium and certain type, types of supplements. And they were, they were like, I think one was a nutritionist. Like you would think a trusted person. And then they were like, I recommend this type. And I would, and I read the ingredients and I was like, did you read the ingredients before you recommended this? <laughs> like sometimes there's just very little, that's, I mean, that's someone's opinion, but I mean, they, but then you have to go and do a research. Like I really like to do, when I do research, I try to get, a minimum of, of three, about four or five different articles, different opinions. I try to find case studies. So I, I'll get lost in research for a couple hours because I'm like, oh, I get like excited. Like, oh, this is what this person said. Then I pull up another one. What does that one say? 
and you try to find you try to find not just opinions but case studies that represent the same this the same evidence the same proof not just someone's opinion like if i pulled up that one blog post and someone said take this product i recommend it and you're like okay great then you go and get that product and don't read the ingredients it had like um it had a it had maltodextrin in there it had natural flavoring like these things are toxins to our body so you go and you're like oh it's you go to the like the farm you go to the pharmacy you go to the health food store and you're like oh you expect everything to be clean and healthy there and it's not and then you're taking a, a supplement natural supplement or however you want to put it you're taking a natural supplement but it has a bunch of chemicals in it so it's doing worse it's harder on your body it's more detrimental to your health than good so it's, it's challenging that's why we have to you, you have to find a trusted source maybe it's us or you have to take your health into your own hands and you have to do that research and you have to do that um put in that time and effort to be like what am i what am i actually putting in my body you know what nutrition has a lot to do with seasonal allergies as well and, and it's not end all be all all of these tips are just uh, short small like all the little things add up to big things and i talk about sometimes we're doing workouts and I'll say li- working out little muscles offer big results. Like sometimes we'll do like a Pilates exercise or we'll do a physio exercise, kind of like um, superheroes for our lower back, for example. Like those little exercises actually offer big results. And the same thing here when we're talking about all the little things that you can do can make a big difference. And not one thing is going to change your life. But if you can try to do some little things like look up, look up that pollen report I was talking about online it's it's there like you can see it in plain day like some days are worse than others that's all there is to it so those days maybe you spend a little bit less time outside and when it seems like in the morning for sure it's less allergy pollen-y um i don't know in the evening it depends where you are in the evening like here it's the the sun goes down like 11 o'clock and over it's crazy (laughs) but it's hot it's still hot here by 6 p.m but if I compare that to LA, for example, it's it starts to get a little bit cooler. But it doesn't get it's not so like it's not so like hot and cold, hot and cold. It's like at ten o'clock and nine o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, it's like seventy five degrees. And here it's quite cool. It's like almost desertish here because we're close to the mountains. But it's quite cool in the morning. But here it stays hot later until like six p.m. It's still hot, but then it cools down at like 11 midnight when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so of course it depends on where you're like where you're at or what you're doing. But if you put some of these little things together, like checking out when the pollen report is really high when, and maybe spending more time outside in the morning and then later in the evening, if you want to stay up till <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> it's probably not going to work out great if you have kids, we know. But like I said, um, we talked about some of the things that like washing your clothes a bit more often and throwing them in the wash machine as soon as you get home. So that pollen isn't in and around the house and then put it running diffusers, diffusers on a regular basis. We have diffusers in every room when they run almost all day. <laughs> I know it sounds like a bit much, but if you're working near a desk, put your diffuser on, for example, or if they, the kids are playing in a room, put a diffuser on it. That's going to clear that air. And if you need some ideas on what, what oils to use that will help with that let us know and we'll shoot some over to you we'll get dorothy to send some too and then my little secret weapon i told you guys about this is really cool 
and I carry, like I said, I carry this with me all the time. So that's something that you guys can, can consider as well. Anyways, I'm going to wrap things up here. So it is a, it is like an, an odd subject. It's not something that most people talk about. I'm not sure why, but it's, it's common and people are going to start talking about it a bit on social media. So I thought we'd try to get to it early. All right, everyone. Uh, that's all I have for you. So I don't have much else this week. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope the sun is shining. And if you guys have any questions, if we can help out with anything, let us know. If we can help you out with anything at all, nutrition, fitness, mostly a lot of people come to us for digestion, energy, stress levels as well. So let us know if we can help. Have a wonderful day and we'll catch you. I'll be back here next week. Same time, same place. Otherwise, we'll be posting as regular online. Have a great day. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be. We'd love to have you join us. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. Again, we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story, all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track. Our main website is trueformlife.com. If you want to check out some of our products, some of our services, or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more, we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.